Hey, folks, welcome back. Dave DeBeau here. And my special guest zooming in from beautiful Mississauga, Ontario, is Derek D'Souza, who is an, a real estate investor with a very, very interesting background. Because if memory serves me correctly, Derek, you've got your, your professional background was something to do with a, a assessments or appraisals. Is that correct? Yes. So um, I've worked um, uh, in Ontario, actually in different areas. And uh, uh, actually for, um, it's now called MPAC, uh, Municipal Property Assessment Corporation. Um, it would be equivalent to your BC Assessing Authority. So you're, so, you're the guy that, uh, depending on what's going on, people either love or hate they might love you if the value of their the assessment's gone up right before they want to sell a place, but when it comes to property taxes, maybe not so much. Is would that be a fair assumption? Definitely, and it, <laughs> it's really amusing because I ran into somebody yesterday. I actually was, uh, you know, we talked about my my mother's recently passed away, and some of the neighbors are coming over, mm. and uh, so actually they all want to purchase my mother's house. But um, uh, one of the neighbors that came over, he was saying. Why have you guys frozen things in time? So, you know, when the pandemic happened, yeah. um, we've just reverted back to uh, the previous base year. So we haven't since uh, 2000, uh, 2020, there has been no real update. So a lot wow. of... And, and for a while there, you know, comparables, property prices went really high in the GTA around in around Toronto, that's for sure. Well, this particular gentleman, he lives next door and he said he is just scared about his cottage. Yeah. He doesn't care about his house. Actually, the houses in, in Toronto, my, my mom lived in Toronto, but the houses in Toronto relative to Mississauga. Now, that house in Mississauga would probably be paying at least double. So my mom's taxes was $4,000. If that house was here in Mississauga, it would be 8000 Now, they've done that purposely. They do all kinds of little things underneath the table to keep things lower with the tax rates. And uh, we used to have something called the mill rates. Now it's the tax rates, and it's applied to the market value of the property. So, yeah, so what happened really with me was that I was watching all these projects come up, and I was seeing them, some of them just like uh, – uh, increase in tremendous amount of value, and then yeah, well, I, you, you know, kind of had an inside scoop. Well, not all, bit. honestly, not all of them. Not all yeah. of them. Like there's one particular builder, and um, uh, what happened with him was he put yeah, right close to where my office place was up in Meadowvale and Mississauga. He put up some townhouses. Now he timed the market perfectly because he came in really low. And then once he was gaining traction, he just, you know, uh, those townhouses that he had, he raised them a total of like about $150,000 from what his original offering was, but it was a perfect introduction. What happens otherwise sometimes is builders come in high. And then once they try to reduce, it's you've introduced your product to the market and you're trying to recover and you sort of never really do. So when this guy was doing the townhouses. So sorry, what year was this, Derek? When when did you purchase your first? Um, so that property? would have been actually 2009. Okay. So quite a while ago now. We're 2023. Yeah. So that's when you, you first got the bug. Yeah. And did you purchase a condo or a townhouse? So I purchased a, a condo. Okay. And I had an amusing story with it because um, a bunch of us lined up and they had a great big tent and I don't know how disorganized they were, but they were taking people in one at a time. Yeah. And then suddenly it started to rain 
And we all said, well, to heck with this. We were, we were all going to leave. Like, as much as you want to make money, <laughs> if somebody puts you in inclement weather and you're going to get rained on. Yeah. So we started heading away. And they had these uh, security guards in black T-shirts. And they kind of practically surrounded us. And they said, you know what? We're going out of Metro. We're going to get some food. Don't leave. And then once we serve you the food, we'll take in five people at a time. And this we're going to we're going to speed up this process. So anyway, long and short of that was that I, uh, I I walked in and I said to them on your billboard, you have one unit for 165. I want that unit because I always believe that that was like a bait and switch situation. Yeah. So anyway, she said, OK, fine. So she started writing up the uh, uh, writing up the deal. The purchase and sale agreement and then i said to her well by the way you know she had a, a map layout and i said well what's beside me <laughs> and it turned out the gym was beside me and i wow. said i don't think so now she was really mad because she had to sign up eight people that day and if she had to reverse out of my deal she had to release the unit i was trying to buy and then get me the new one all of which would take at least an hour an hour and a half so she kind of put me to the side. Anyway, I said, I don't care. Anyway, it, the funny thing was to go from the 165, I actually went from 165 to 180. So the thing with the law, a lot of the builders is that if they have a scrap unit, it's there's a reason why it's a scrap unit. There's when a you, lesson learned. Uh, pardon? There's a lesson learned right there. Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> if, if it's got a real low price, maybe it's not bait and switch. Maybe it's just a weird unit. Well, the other thing that happened too was that now that the building's up, I actually sit on the board of directors of that building yeah. and the complaints from about the gym, they don't actually happen to the, the unit next door. The unit next door actually is not a unit, it's a washroom. Yeah. But when people drop the weights, it seems like the guy, well, no, the guy, the last guy on the end of that block, you know, waves of sound reverberate and he gets all kinds of vibration. Got it. And when you were, when you were buying a case in point, you know, people avoid elevators, they avoid garbage rooms, but some of this stuff, you're never going to really know until the building is up. Right? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right. So that's 2009. You got your first condo and what did you do? You held on to it long-term as a rental? Yes. So okay. that one has absolutely been a charm. So, yeah. you know, um, in fact, I was there today cleaning it up because we've got another tenant moving in. And actually, so now I you just, get to bring it up to market rent. That's good. Yeah. Well, you know what? The previous, it's only been a year. Okay. So the other fellow was in at 1850. The new one is going to go in. Um, I was trying for 2,500. I have to go, I had to drop down to 2,400 mm -hmm. simply because. Um, this unit requires the tenant to pay their own um, natural gas. And then there's a hot heater that runs on natural gas. Yeah. So for me to make it equivalent to other, like I really have to compare to like square one is the area here that's really um, popular. So if people try to come to square one and then mine's a little further out, I have to be careful to be reasonable. Otherwise, I just not, not going So that's the first one. Then the and you got four, you got four condos all together. So, so it's kind of fast forward us through the other three yeah, transactions. Um, so uh, the second one was uh, in square one. Um, my wife actually got, uh, inherited some money and, you know, we, we purchased that one. And that one. Um, what year was that? Um, that was around 
Let me see now. Okay, so about 2015, 2016. All right, and so you had about six years, five, six years. Yeah, really, the first and the second one. Yeah. It's a tough thing to, uh, I think you you talk about trying to come up with the down payments and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So then I, that was 20, uh, 2016, 2017. And then we purchased another one in the city center core around 2018. And that uh, one was a one in a den. It was an older style unit and it has a lot more square footage to it. So my tenant there actually has to have a separate living area because um, she's a divorcee. So her child has to have a separate bedroom. She doesn't live in that unit. She loses the child. She loses her uh, family support. So um, sometimes, you know, and the other thing is that the units that were built, that's, I think it was built around 20, 2005, 2007. That particular unit um the the size is the with the den and everything it's about 890 so it's an old style unit mm -hmm. and it has a lot of amenities and probably more than i had like to have because the expenses are high so there's a swimming pool there's an indoor oh, tennis court there's an out i'm sorry there's an indoor your, your condo uh, fees are pretty high for that one oh well it's it's not bad it's 550 but in, in toronto normally in this area would that would be 700 easily yeah. we there's a pretty good property management company um, so then, uh, so we've got that one 2018, 2019. We didn't do too much. Then in um, this year or early last year, so uh, 2022, uh, late 2022, um, I got into a bit of a discussion with my wife and I said, you know what, I want to keep going with this. Now, this is sometimes what happens when your your partner, she said, no, under no circumstances. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Derek, does that mean that that you've delegated all of the uh, tenant management to your wife or something like that? Um, why, why is she not keen on it? Fortunately, I'm a little bit too anal to, to completely give up. Yes, you know what? she She's actually very good. She's very intuitive to know which tenant to choose. Mm -hmm. The only thing with her, she has no time. I mean, we've got a young son now, and he's actually taken over a lot of the... Like, you know, he, the, the washing machine isn't working. He'll take it apart and we can decide whether we want to put more money into it or just whip it, you know. If you get somebody in for $350 to do that and you end up buying a new one, it's very painful. So what, um, why is your wife so against growing the portfolio? Well, you know what she said at this stage, we really should be sort of winding down, like not wind, like not continue to wind up. There's quite a bit of, you know, there can be quite a bit. I, I wouldn't say a tremendous amount of grief, but there's a lot of work involved in condos. You, they don't, I mean, in, in rental. But I was going to say, I thought part of the appeal of condos was there's a lot less work with condos than with traditional rentals. Um, in a way, there is, but some of my stock is getting older now. And, and you know, I have to think about, well, I've got pretty good property managers, so I'm not having to, you know, flip them out and buy newer ones. And the other thing is that the newer ones, they just, um, when I'm saying newer, I would still buy something three, four, five years old. I wouldn't buy something brand new because now in Mississauga, I tried that. And the developer was literally flipping over all the costs to me hmm. with all those costs. Uh, the total value on the, on that unit was 800,000. Now, right now that type of unit would sell for six yeah. in three or four years. He's going to hand that to me at eight. I, I, I there's no appreciation like that yeah. anywhere in the country. Absolutely. No, no. So, okay. So she wants to wind down a bit. There's a, there's more involved. So what is with this older stock, 
what are you finding the the main issues to be, Derek? Where where's the, uh, pain in the butt well, you know what? They, like uh, the one I bought in 2018, they had to redo the tuck pointing between the brickwork. Yeah, they had to redo the balconies, but because they've had proper um, allocation in the reserve fund, everything right. you know, everything is is timed and the money's there. So, um, so you don't have to come out of pocket for that. No, not at all. So then, why why is it an issue then? Or just well, the hassle factor. Yeah, I, you know what, <laughs> if I could understand a woman's mind, I think I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> but okay. having said that, Dave, you know, someone telling me no, the stubborn person I am, becomes a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with that with your wife. <laughs> well, this is a separate bedroom, so I'm okay. <laughs> um, no, so anyway, um, I, I actually approached all the big six banks, and they said, okay, this is a no-go. Um, because is this the a recent thing or a few years ago? No, this is recent. This is like January. Yeah, well, not just you, Derek. It sounds like they're a big no-go for lots of people. They're 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 puckered up, so to speak, these days uh, with with financing, especially if you've already well, got. I, with us, you know, the other problem was that um, uh, after the four that we bought, we we actually were trying to help my son out, and we bought an additional one near the subway because it was a fantastic uh -huh. deal. This company, what they had was they had more than, I don't know, five, six, 7,000 applicants for, for spots and they did a lottery. So the three of us put our names in, I won a unit. And then we ended up buying this additional unit that was near, um, uh, it was near the Kipling subway station. Anything near the subway is like you walk down one block and it's right there. Yeah. So that's, um, that's a big deal in the city for sure. Yeah. yeah. My daughter ended up taking that up and she's living there. She's got a, a, a job that she can manage the expenses on it. Uh, my wife is helping her out a bit each month because yeah. she finds she has to cut out all the Uber Eats and <laughs> just about everything yeah, in order to have a house, a place, place which is, live, yeah. she finds it to be quite tough. But so the other problem with going to get this financing was that that wasn't really on the books because it was, a, you know, it was a purchase and sale agreement signed. We'd applied for financing. But if that started to close, you know, either me or my wife might have to step in if my daughter's in the neighborhood of around 80, 80K a year. But, you know, I don't know if you've heard a lot of the press in Toronto, even people making substantial amounts of money don't qualify anymore. Yeah. So anyway, um, I ended up going to a B lender. I knew nothing about them before. And um, even the B lenders, I went to a number of them, five or six. And then finally, I chanced upon one. And without word of a lie, we had 75 emails going back and forth because the 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 the, um, the, the supplier of the mortgage was so picky. Yeah, so, you know, and that's a B lender for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, what's what's the big what's the big uh, push moving ahead, Derek? Your wife's not really all that oh, keen you know on what? growing. Sounds like you want to do more. What what are you guys? I, my my interests are you know I'm going to. Uh, we're going to keep with this stuff. We are going to, I, I, you know what, actually I made the mistake of not trying to like, I can usually win her over and I should have been more patient. And I think if I was, I would have been more convincing. 
Um, so this last one that I bought, um, it actually has ended up being a fairly good deal. I, I paid $485 for it. It's out in Oakville. I don't know if you know where Oakville mm -hmm. is or probably do. So this is the one you bought in 2022. Is that correct? Last That's year? That's the one I bought actually in, in March of this year. Okay. So, yeah. You know what? The, the It was a couple from Hamilton. And what happened to them was they purchased it originally for around 250000 And they just wanted out. Yeah. Now they had done some good things because they had painted up the unit. They chased away the tenant so that I didn't have that hassle of taking a unit on with a tenant because you know, yeah, I don't know. What's that? Yep. Well, if other, uh, you know, uh, yeah, everybody's heard about the Ontario landlord. Situation. Oh, <laughs> I I belong to the, the there's a watchdog group called Landlords of Ontario, and every day there's another there's another litany of people that have yep. you know waited now it's not even 12 months it's more 14 or 16 months just to get you know hearing. to get a hearing then to get uh, uh get uh, anyhow you you got you got the condo uh pretty good deal mm -hmm. it's working out all right mm -hmm. but your wife's still not on board well I, I haven't quite told her how much i have to put in each month but <laughs> oh you have to subsidize this one a bit yes uh, maybe a uh, bit too much. so originally when i'd done all the numbers up it was supposed to be around 400 or 430 it's worked out to be 730 which is kind of a bit of a bite but especially in the last few months um I, i'm semi-retired so i used to work for mpac i retired and i had a job in security and somehow my most recent assignment didn't pan out yeah. i'm getting too old when people argue with me i argue with them back and you yeah. can't do that in our business <laughs> fair enough so so, yeah, so that is, yeah, that is a bit of a bite. So that's eating up some of the cash flow from some of the other properties. But um, you're still interested in doing real estate. Are you planning on buying more condos or switching to a different um, asset? I'm, I'm, I'm switching. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a pivot now to maybe some uh, multifamily. There's a few people uh, in the GTA. There's a gentleman in uh, in, in Hamilton. And what he does is he runs his own real estate outfit. So you step up to him and he helps you buy the unit. And then he helps you um, renovate it and then put it back on the market. Or if you want to run it as a multiplex unit, he helps you with that too. It's, you know, the very, very variations of the, the BR. So when you say multifamily, what size properties are, th are these guys? He's doing everything. So you know what? Well, one of his partners in the business just had like an up down. So the so a duplex whoever lives upstairs rents the downstairs and it, it really helps with the mortgage big For time sure. yeah. you know the, the rents even like even in hamilton hamilton's not like our gta stuff but the downsized rent for that unit is around 1200 yeah. now the only caveat with that is people that try and just rent say for example like um, a rec room type of basement it doesn't work you have to go in there and rip everything out and put in proper living area once you do yeah. that people are willing to pay the rent full, so full duplex conversion type thing so is like, that what you're thinking about doing um yes yeah, yeah. if the opportunity arises and um uh, you know everything you know uh, there's another gentleman that i'm aware of in durham and he you know does the overall development of everything so you know when you get the piece of land he most recently developed, um, uh, it was like semi-detached. Um, 
And then the semi-detached was up for sale for around 1.2 million. So each unit was worth 600,000. Now it's not GTA, like Durham is a completely different market. Um, if that house was in downtown Toronto, it would be four times that. And, and Durham, you know, depending on the neighborhood, he can, you know, he got the land fairly cheap. He, he got the, you know, you know, the other part of that whole process is getting all the approvals and all, that's not yeah. fun. But he did that. And now, you know what, they've got up-down units. So there's four dwelling units there. You know, they're going to sell it as one whole thing or someone wants to buy half and then the other. So this is the kind of thing you want to do. Is that what I'm understanding? All right. So what's what's the challenge? What's the hiccup between wanting to do it and actually doing it? Well, you know what, um, I think, uh, you know, we had some emails uh, between us. Well, you know what, I, the biggest hiccup many times, I'm sure with a lot of your listeners too, has to do with having funds. So mm-hmm. recently my mother passed away and, and yeah, she's I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah. Some, some fun so it's it's well actually the probate is probably what we're told is going to take about a year so yes i would like to start looking at you know what now is probably my time when i'm going to start doing all my research mm-hmm. and um you know uh once i'm through with the research phase of it i just i don't want to leap into something that um uh, I don't know, difficult, complicated, or actually for me, that foreign to me. If I was buying more condos, I know what I'm doing. If wow. I'm buying something like that, I'd have to be a little it's bit a whole new skill set, right? A whole but, new learning yep. curve with yep. construction, yep. renovations, zoning, all that kind well, of you know what, like uh just to give you an example, we're we're renting this unit out. So the realtor last week came to me and said, you know what, I have an ideal candidate. Now, it especially appealed to me because the first part was he said, you know, I'm moving into the condo because my mom's in the old age home next door. I want to take care of my mom. It tugged at my heartstrings right away. But then, you know, um, my realtors worked with me for a while. She knows what I expect. She started doing due diligence. And uh, he hasn't worked for that company since 2021. And every other part of his submission was all fraudulent. So, you know what, he has, he had pay stubs from ADP, which is a reputable company, but he changed the dates. Now, you know, uh, I, I don't, big, big I couldn't do it. Flags. I've got a son. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what, you know what I said, I wrote to her and I said, this is one we don't walk away from. We run away from because. Yeah. Well, Hey, that, that sounds like you got a good realtor who's helping you out finding good tenants and, and pre-qualified and getting them qualified as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they get, it takes a while for them to get used to me because at first they say, well, I don't really need to do this. And then I said, you know, you haven't worked with me really yet. You need to do every part of the process where, you know, you call the employer, you check the yeah. income. And you know what, if nowadays, because, uh, you know, I've, I've been following a lot of the people for mortgages and they were saying that I know what I went through to get my mortgage. And, uh, you know, they go through everything with a fine-tuned comb. And if you don't have an explanation for why something is out of whack, they won't give you the money. It's just plain and simple like that. And, um, you know, we as investors have to, you know, if we want the money from these lenders, we can't be uh, sloppy about anything we do. And then for the same token, you know, you, you put in, you know, you put in a tenant that doesn't fulfill their obligation, it, it's going to get rough. So very, uh, very quickly. No, that's, well, that's exciting stuff, Derek. You're, you're on to a new phase in your real estate investing journey. I hope you can get your, your wife on board with that. That would be a, a big benefit. So, 
as as we're wrapping up here, if people would like to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, down below, I will leave um, uh, anything. Well, actually, that... This is going to be audio, so just tell them. Okay. Tell them what you prefer. Um, email. Just give me an email, and you know what? If anybody would like to know about my journey or how I go about things, or I can be helpful in any way, I'm more than happy to. So, Perfect. you know, I think that uh, I, I wish I had some kind of a mentor when I started my journey. And if I can be something like that for someone else, I'm more than happy. Very good. All right. Mr. D'Souza, very nice to meet you. Congratulations on, on what you've done so far. And I look forward to hearing how the next phase goes for you as well. Wonderful. Thank you, David. Thank you. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode.